Let's be honest. At the end of the day, if your stress is not managed, your life isn't managed. Today, we're going to talk all things managing stress, managing your perception of stress, some conventional, some that might seem kind of new to you, but we're going to dive in and hopefully you leave this episode feeling like you have some new tools in your toolbox and a new approach on how you're going to manage stress in your life. Let's go for it. Hi, I'm GM, a nutrition and movement educator. After 18 years in the industry and recently becoming a mom, my world has been shifted. That combination of motherhood and industry experience left me feeling like I have some valuable stories to share. This is a space where we will talk all things movement, motherhood, food, and more. My goal is to give you the tools to fuel your life, understand how to fill your cup, and finally feel good in both your skin and body. My goal is to help you learn a lot, laugh some, and finally understand how to honor the season of life that you are in. It's just after 11 and I've already eaten my lunch. How wonderful is that for me? Me eating and making sure I'm not walking around hangry or waiting for the clock to give me permission to eat is one way I manage my stress. And that seems weird, a little bit different than other typical stress management tools, but it works for me. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. Managing your stress is one of the number one things you can do for yourself, for body composition goals, for recovery, for your health. I can't tell you how many times I've read research articles from different knowledgeable doctors out in the world And when it comes to sickness and wellness, health, all of the above, if your stress is a huge problem in your life, you're probably going to eventually find that it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. So me making sure I'm eating is a way to manage my own stress. I heard on a Andrew Huberman podcast a while ago, um, I will link it in the show notes, but he was interviewing a doctor and it was all about optimizing female hormones and just living a healthy life, especially as a female. And she said, oftentimes you hear people like me, myself, a coach saying we need to manage stress better. But at the end of the day, what is stressful for most people, your relationship, your work, your children, your time or lack of, uh, you can't get rid of these things. You can't get rid of your husband or your kids or your job. You can't get rid of the fact that your child is waking up many times at night. You can't get rid of the fact that work is really high pressure right now. It's a season, right? You can't get rid of these things. So managing the stress and me repeatedly saying, you have to manage your stress better is not helpful. However, if we can manage our perception of stress, that's going to be helpful. And that's the number one thing I want you to take away today is yeah, I'm gonna go through a list of other things that help with stress and navigating stress, but we have to, at the end of the day, manage our perception of stress. Think about someone who sits in traffic and this person A can sit in traffic and listen to podcasts and pump a good jam and whatever, I can't control it, I'm just gonna be late, case Person B gets into traffic and they lose their lid. There's nothing more frustrating, more annoying. They're honking, they're weaving in and out of traffic, and they're just straight up pissed off. Hmm, who's going to have more stress in their life? Person A, who's having a chill, or person B, who's resisting the traffic that you have no control over? 
probably person A is going to be better off in this situation. That perception of stress, how they manage that perception of stress is key. What are some other things that you can do when it comes to managing stress? Again, not reinventing the wheel here, but hopefully some of these ideas might trigger you and think, oh, I forgot about that. Or, oh, I didn't realize this could be something that's in my quote unquote toolbox of tools for stress management. Try giving yourself permission to rest more. What does that mean? Well, our body can't differentiate from good stress or bad stress. And 90% of the time I talk to people who are very active and enjoy fitness and they're like, oh, I'm just so stressed out. There's nothing better than getting into the gym and hitting it hard and just, I'm gonna run and it's gonna be fast and furious. Bro, that's a stress. Yeah, it feels mentally like a stress relief, but it's not. It's a stress on your body. And your body, again, cannot differentiate between good stress and bad stress. So you have to give yourself permission to rest more. When you are in a stressful season and your sleep is out of your control and work is a little bit nutty and you have no time and everything feels like it's on fire and falling apart, trying to squeeze in a high intensity effort exercise isn't going to help. So give yourself permission to rest, honor the high season of stress that you're in in, in this season, right? And don't push through. Another thing you can do when it comes to managing stress is planning ahead. Thinking three days in advance prior to actually getting to that third day, right? What's worse than waking up and going through your day and then it's 4.30 p.m. and everyone in your family is hungry and you're like, oh, now what am I gonna make for dinner? That's stressful. Or alternatively, you have these goals, body composition, performance, heck, health. You just have a goal to feel good, look good, move well, all of those things. Your nutrition is a big part of that. Trying to navigate the day of eating foods that contribute to your goals, that's stressful. If you're someone who happens to be tracking macros, playing macro Tetris at 6 p.m. is the worst, right? You're budgeting your macros and your calories all day long and you have no idea where you're gonna end up because you're just flying by the seat of your pants. That's a stress, right? So what if instead you planned ahead and before you go to bed tonight, you pull out your food app, your food tracking app. You already know what's in your refrigerator downstairs. You already know what the day is probably gonna have in store for you. So you're going to loosely plan your day in advance. Now you know two things. One, you know exactly how much food you have to eat or if you're in a cut, how little food you have to eat. And two, you know how frequently you have to eat to ensure you hit those goals. Does it look like big meals? Does it look like small meals, spacing it out? All of these things, when you're working on them in the moment, they're stressors. It's just more on your plate. So planning ahead gets those tiny little things that add up over time out of your head, frees up brain space, frees up some mental energy, voila, you're managing your stress because those little things truly add up. Figuring out what's gonna be for dinner. When are you gonna to go to the grocery store? What's on your grocery list? When am I gonna have time to do the laundry? Planning ahead helps get all of that out of your head and you just know. Next is going outside. Nature bathing is a thing. It's a little woo woo and we're gonna go into a couple of woo woo things here, but it's true. Um, plus when you're outside, outside often means movement. Uh, it means fresh air. It means vitamin D on your skin. Granted, you have nice weather. 
get outside. Don't take your phone with you. Take the AirPods out of your ear. Try and get outside. Even better if you put your bare feet on the ground. Here we go. Woo woo. Grounding yourself, literally grounding yourself into the ground. Get the vibes, get the energy from the grass between your toes. What is freaking better than that? Nothing. Nothing is better than that. Getting outside and nature bathing is going to help your stress. There was an outside magazine article published a few years ago, and I still refer to it today because it was so wonderful. Being outside in nature literally changes the chemistry in your brain. Like, literally. (laughs) So get outside. Prioritizing nutrient-dense foods. You're stressed out. So what are you reaching for? The quick, the easy, the potato chips. I'm stressed out. I'm going to grab something that's probably not full of vitamins and minerals and probably isn't going to make me feel great in two hours or two days, right? So instead of falling back on old habits, things that aren't serving you, things that future you probably are going to be pissed off you did, reach for higher nutrient-dense foods. Don't reach for the higher palatable ones. Um, Think about where your food is coming from, uh, what vitamins and minerals it's going to provide. What am I talking about? Give me some examples, GM. Cool. If you can grow it, pick it, or hunt it, I want you to eat it. Go get some carrots. Go get some bell peppers. Go get some mini cucumbers. I've been munching on those lately. How many nutrients are in those versus the handful of pretzels you're going to grab? I get it. You want the pretzels. It's helpful when you're in an emotional state and when you're short on time. But I'll tell you what, you have to do zero prep to little carrots, little cucumbers, and little bell peppers. Zero. So reach for nutrient-dense foods. They're going to help long-term, and they're going to give you those vitamins and minerals that you need. When we are living in a stressed state, we are depleting ourselves. So let's replete. That's not a word, but you know what I mean. Talking to someone, a friend, a therapist, um, get that stuff out of your your brain. Again, free up your brain space. I think coaching is a wonderful option. Having someone in your corner specifically hired to work for you, right? You manage everyone else and do all of the things. What about you? So having a coach, a therapist, someone that you can talk to, get unbiased opinions from, get an unbiased perspective from, that's amazing. What a relief. Get that stuff out of your brain. Another kind of alternative approach to stress management is, drum roll please, cold therapy. Seriously though, get in a cold shower. If you're crazy like my husband and I, make a chest freezer into a cold tub for yourself. Why? Why am I doing this? Because it's going to stimulate your vagus nerve. You're going to have to control your breath. You're going to feel the impacts immediately. So not only are you trying to control your breathing deep in, and deep out because let me tell you, you get in that water and the last thing you want to do is control your breath. You're you're breathing heavy, right? It's a shock on the system. You have to control yourself. That translates into real life. When you tell your three-year-old to not pull the flowers out of the ground and what does he do? He pulls the flowers out of the ground. How annoying is that? I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to control my breath and therefore control my reaction. The cold does the same. You control your breath and you're able to withstand that discomfort a little bit longer. You can also immediately feel the impacts of a cold shower or a cold tub. You get out, you have a hit of dopamine and adrenaline. 
Woo! You're firing on all cylinders. It makes you feel awake. It makes you feel invigorated and excited. Guys, I did an entire podcast on cold therapy. I'm not going to go into it anymore, but adding cold exposure to your, dare I say, daily routine will help you manage stress in the most different of ways. Just like everything else in the health and fitness space, these are all tools and it's up to you to pick up the tool you need when you need it and put the other ones down when you don't. Sometimes you're picking up every freaking tool you can get because you just need some help. And other times you feel as cool as the other side of the pillow. So maybe you're just going to go walk around in the grass for a couple minutes and take some deep breaths. Regardless, it's up to you to make sure you're implementing these in your everyday life. If you found this helpful, let me know. Let me know what tool you're using. Heck, let me know if there's a tool that you use and I didn't talk about. I am always building out my stress toolbox. So help a sister out if you will. All right, that's all for today. We'll chat next week.